Welcome to the Plumline Podcast, where we measure life against God's truth. Welcome back, everybody. Episode four. We're still here, still doing it, not in the car today. Again. Again. feel we're letting ourselves down on that front. But yeah, we're in my house, rushed back from work just to just to make this happen. What have you been doing this morning? Well, <laughs> I'm going to let you into a little secret of mine. Let's Me and all our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> thousands of them. I've got this... I've got this album that's my absolute favourite thing to listen to. Sometimes you have to be in the mood for it. Right. Shall I tell you what it is? Yeah. It's Robbie Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Swing when you're winning. I nearly spat tea everywhere. (laughs) That is so surprising. Robbie Williams' album called Swing When You're Winning, and it's him doing loads of swing music. <clears throat> and it is just is it like Michael Bublé or something like that? Oh no, it's loads better than Michael Bublé. Is his music swing? Michael Bublé. Yeah. Well, some of it is, isn't it? Sort I don't, of like, I don't like it. Swingy pop. Ugh. But Robbie Williams is so good. And every when I've not got the kids around, sometimes I like to just put it on and sing along. Oh yeah, have a little sing along. And be- that's so funny. Before I listen to that, I listen to my CD called Cathedral Voices. <laughs> that is really funny. Do you know something something Andrew likes to listen to is Hildegarda Afbingen. <laughs> and I'm not sure I think I mean the name I think suggests that she's not a current trend <laughs> in music. I don't I don't think she's gonna be on like now. Whatever but that, we're that's on, not she is very much a cathedral voice. Mm. Yeah, well, is she a cathedral voice or more like a sort of monastery voice? Possibly. Not yeah. A monastery, but yeah. Anyway. Cathedral voices and then Robbie, yeah, Robbie. But swing when you're winning, not okay, not, not Robbie, angels. not rubbish Robbie, great Robbie. <laughs> Were you ever in to take that? I was a bit too young, really, for take that. Get lost. Yeah, right. Well, I wasn't. So, <laughs> so there. <laughs> oh, just pour myself a bit more tea. Yeah, um, that you can hear in the background. Sorry, yeah, I'm not having <laughs> a wee or anything. Um, try not to spill it all over myself. Right. So um, yeah. What have you What have you got for me then this morning? <laughs> what have you well, been What first have you been of all, discovering? It's afternoon. Oh, sorry, it's afternoon, isn't it? And I thought I wanted to I wanted to tell you some of the amazing place names that where people are listening to the podcast. Oh and yes, please. Part of the reason why you love them so much is because they're all in America. America. <laughs> Great. God so bless you. We've got this. We've got this. Uh, it's not an app. Website, whatever it is, that kind of tells you where people are listening. And all the all the different locations, and some of them are just so great. So there's um, Bell <laughs> in California, excellent, and Kathleen. Kathleen, a place is actually called Kathleen. So, I wonder how many Kathleens live in Kathleen. Where do Maybe you they live? have like a little club? I wonder if anyone ever says, "Where do you live?" and they say Kathleen, and they're like, "Yeah, but where does Kathleen live?" <laughs> The comedy possibilities are limited. <laughs> They're not endless. They are limited. So okay. So where else? And this is this is quite a good one. Fruitland. Fruitland. Yeah. What fruit do they grow in Fruitland? I wonder. <laughs> which part of America is it in? Idaho. But which part of America that's in? Is that the Midwest? I I, I don't know where Idaho is. <laughs> I done. I don't know. I don't know. I bet no one's ever made that joke before. I know, I know. We need to ask whoever you are in Fruitland. I don't know where Idaho is. Or do you say Fruitland? 
Fruitland. I don't know how yeah, you say it. Yeah, let us know on our Facebook page if you're a Fruitlander. If you, if you hail from the land of fruit. And don't be offended by our comedy laughing at you. We're not laughing. It's a sign of affection. Yeah. But the best one... Well, actually, there's one more before that that I thought was quite good. Okay. Building um, it up. Corinth. Corinth. Obviously, not in America. But still... Corinthian listeners. Corinthian listeners. What could be better? And 29 Palms. That sounds like a band name. It does, doesn't it? Or it sounds like they're saying Psalm 29, but the wrong way round. Yeah, they've misspelled it. You know, you don't say that. Yeah. You say Psalm 29, not 29 Psalms. It's a bit like Seven Oaks, 29 Palms. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, Seven Oaks in Kent. Didn't one of them blow down? Or a couple of them. But it's named after seven massive oak trees, I think. Could be making that up. Are you you serious? Mm, Partial. I'm talking with authority. Without having all the facts. Yeah. Bit of a... This is a bit of the podcast. Bit of a failing of mine. It's just a bit of the podcast we haven't planned, in case you can't tell. And Come on, Bill, hit me, hit anyway, me with your best name. My, my favourite one. This isn't really a good name, but I'm just so happy that somebody from this place is listening. Oh, okay. If you listened to our episode on friendship last time, you'll know that I love friends so much. And one of the places that they talk about on Friends is... Tulsa, and there is somebody listening in Tulsa. Is Tulsa in Arizona? Oh, I don't know. No, Oklahoma. Okay. Because Chandler calls it the, the Paris, Paris of Oklahoma, and we just—I just want to know—is that true? Whoever you are in Tulsa, you just come and make yourself known. Have you got a miniature Eiffel Tower there, or a Arc de Triomphe of your own? Like that's Vegas, isn't it? I think they've got like a miniature everything. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe not so much in Oklahoma. Oh, that's a good name. Anyway, Tulsa, you, the Tol- Tulsite, you Tolson, whoever you are, Tol- whatever you call yourself. Tolsons. <laughs> the Tolsons. That doesn't sound, that sounds just funny. Tulsa, I wonder, yeah. We, we just want to know about you. Yeah, you're like <laughs> another species to us. We're fascinated. <laughs> Make yourself known. And where do you call, what, what do you call the Oklahoma of Paris? Yeah, very good. What's, or France? What or France? The Oklahoma of France. Yeah. What what's, would that the, be like? what's the sort of equivalent? We're so intrigued Oklahoma. by you, Tulsa. I don't know anything about Oklahoma. I think it's in the middle. I feel like you're kind of dumbing down your your American knowledge when really you probably know. My all geography about of America is really not that great. Really? Mm, really? Yeah. I know you're surprised. I am surprised. <laughs> For all the time I spend planning my dream trip. <laughs> For all the time you spend talking about America. <laughs> Dad, you're so rude about it. <laughs> oh, oh well, we're just excited that we've got a got listeners, and b that they're not all people that we know. Yeah. If you're listening and you don't actually know us in real life, welcome. We're so glad that you're listening, and we hope to make your listening time worth your while. Yeah. Yeah. We're really excited, but I am most excited about the person from Tulsa. I can't lie about it. You friends addict. (laughs) Well, today, I really wanted us to talk about conferences. Okay. Christian conferences. I'm always up for a chat about that. Not like work conferences. Well, I haven't got anything to say about that, so that's good. Because you've never really had a job. Because I've never really had a job. Mm. Or been on a work conference. (laughs) So, let's stick to Christian conferences. (laughs) Christian conferences. Yeah, we've just been been on a Christian conference with our church and... um, the 12 other churches in our sort of churches network that were planted. 11 other. 11 other. 12 altogether. So we all had a day together a couple of weeks ago. It was great. Mm. 
about church planting, reaching South Yorkshire, um, and generally a day of talking about living in the light of eternity and what that perspective means for living how we live now. And I just thought it was such a great encouraging day. Our churches can sometimes feel a bit sort of monochromatic and actually it was a really, it was a much more mixed day, I think, than I was expecting and that was a really encouraging thing. Yeah. Um, and hear some proper South Yorkshire voices, not just people who've come here from the South. <laughs> Or the further north. Or the, or the private schools of the north. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it was, re- it was, really, it was really good. But yeah. I, I do love a conference, so I was always going to enjoy it. I love all the people. I love a big bookshop. I love that lunch was provided. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that my children were looked after all day, having a great time. Yeah. Learning about Jesus from other people and making new friends and playing. I, I knew I knew you'd love it. I knew from the moment that I stood in the line, and one of our mutual friends came out and told me that you were already in there. And I said, "Working the room." <clears throat> I said to her, "Is she already working the room?" And she said, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, I love it. I just love catching up with people and spotting people that I've, I like. I spoke to a couple of people I've done one to ones with years ago. Um, they're both like they're both now married and got kids and it's yeah, yeah. that's co- that's cool isn't it you know things have sort of really life has really moved on um and you don't necessarily you just don't get to stay in touch as much as you think you would even in the same city if you're in if you're in different churches and your lives don't overlap in any sort of natural way and something like that is is just it's just really lovely yeah um and there's always a there's always a really lovely sort of vibe at those things because Everybody loves Jesus. Yeah. No one's like pushing in the queue, are they? Mm, not too much. <laughs> Fighting over the last copy of uh, I don't know what the ESV Bible or something. <laughs> While all the NIVs stay highly stacked. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really like that. I'm joking. It? I'm joking. Nothing wrong with the NIV. What one thing that I really felt inspired by was mm. um, Paul Williams when he stood up, obviously because. He's so great. Um, but he, when he did his kind of little opening bit, he mm. he talked about the Church of England, didn't he? And yeah. I think it, it's really easy to sort of get quite down about the state of it. But I just thought he was really, just the way that he spoke about it was just really inspiring. And it made me think it's really something to try and be a part of while we still can mm. and to make a difference while we're still able to. Yeah. Um, so all of the churches in this that came to this conference are all part of the Church of England, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> are all part of the sort of evangelical wing. Yeah, and I just thought, we need to kind of stay here and do some stuff while we can. Well, yeah. And I, I mean, things like the fact that fewer, that less than 2% of people go to church yeah. in South Yorkshire. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, it is strikingly... It sounds like a really low number, but I would imagine that's quite average for the UK. I don't know where it would be higher than that. I, I imagine in places like America, that would be really low. Two, like there's oh, a lot yeah. more church going in, yeah. in general. Americans um, are still... It's still a much more Christian nation, isn't it, than, than here? I mean, yeah. here is very... Like, I think culturally going to church is still seen as quite good. acceptable and normal and even a good thing to yeah. do. Whereas yeah. here... It's really not. 
Yeah. And, and, and the, the days of going because it was the right thing to do, like those are long gone. I can't, I mean, why would you, if you didn't have to, why would you go? Well, you probably couldn't anyway because you'd be standing on the side of a football pitch. Yeah. And then going to trampolining lessons and then going yeah. to... Do your big shop. Do your big shop. Yeah. And then for a carvery. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. The good thing about afternoon church is you can still have a carvery and then go to church. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. possibly one of the only benefits. Where's your Where's your best place to have a carvery in Sheffield? I don't know. I said, <laughs> I'm saying that as if I've, you're always I've, going for carvery. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went for a carvery. Oh, well, you should maybe go for a carvery sometime. <laughs> I love our, our children are just desperate to go for one. They've had like one ever. <laughs> they thought it was the best thing ever because they could have as much meat as they wanted, and loads of Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. So she thought it was great. Do you think Americans know what a carvery is? Let's see. Let's when, see if anyone asks us. When our Tolson gets in, in <laughs> touch, touch, we'll ask and Yes, I'm from Tolson and I would love to know what a carvery is. <laughs> so um so Renew, that was that was just one that was just one conference, quite local and quite for a sort of specific group. Yeah. But um or regional. Actually, it was regional. Yeah it was a regional one. Yeah. But there are actually quite a lot of conferences in the UK. A quick search showed. Yeah. Quite a lot more than I would have thought. Yeah, okay. I think you only hear about the ones in your sort of circle, don't you? Yeah, I suppose so. Although I, I, I would say we know of some that aren't really representative of our... Beliefs. Beliefs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but we don't know of 20. No, I was surprised when yeah. you But I think there are actually quite a lot more than you would have thought. So you really love conferences. Yeah. As we've heard. <laughs> Even the word conference just lights your face up. <laughs> what do you what do you think like what do you love about them and why do you think they're a good thing to go to? I, I love the opportunity to hear from people I don't normally hear from. Okay. On subjects that I don't normally get to hear teaching on, I think. Okay. So you can go to you can maybe maybe quite niche seminars and things like that on different topics. So I love that opportunity. Um, and that was, that, I mean, that was the thing that I really loved about this conference called Word Alive. I've been lucky enough to go to a couple of times. There are so many seminars to choose from um, on different topics, and I just love that. I love all the singing together in a big, big group, mm. and really sort of high quality. Not not that our, the quality of our music isn't isn't good, but the sort of the big, like the scale of it, so yeah. like a big, <clears throat> a big sound and things like that. I really enjoy that, and... And hearing, yeah, hearing from really um, you're just skilled teachers, but a variety. You know, I think when you're in church, you're rightly hearing from the same people every week. People who you know and who know you. And that, that's as it should be. Um, but I think it, be, it can be quite refreshing at a conference to hear from somebody different. I think also it can, it can make you really appreciate what you have in turn and give you a bit more, a different perspective on the people who are teaching you week in, week out. You know, church every Sunday is not like a conference. Mm. And there's a good reason why that is. You can't have that level of pomp and um, sort of fanfare. <laughs> Do you like the use of the word pomp? I was enjoying pomp, that. Pomp, pomp. Um, every, every week, I think that would just be exhausting. And I wonder then if you would be chasing after the wrong sort of stuff as well a little bit, like that conference high. Yeah. Like, I definitely get a bit of a high from being at a conference. <laughs> Yeah, like I just love it. Chasing the conference high. Chasing the conference high, and I don't, I don't feel like that about going to church. But it's that's fine. Like that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I, I would, ex- I'd be exhausted if I was always going to conferences. That's why I don't yeah. go to very many. But um, but I do love it when I'm there. 
Um, so I just I think that variety, um, varied teaching. I love the like the opportunity to hold and to see new books and that kind of stuff. You know, good books for kids, and it's not the same as looking at them online. It's great you can pick them up and have a little look at them. And um, when it's all Christians together, I think you do get a little feel of what you know what it will be like in heaven when there's this great multitude gathered around the throne. Yeah, I mean it's very cheesy to say. Say your line. Little taste of heaven. Renew <laughs> <laughs> was a little taste of heaven, for sure. So I, I love them, but I think, um, and I'm quite sort of extrovert in the way I kind of operate, I suppose. So, so it's not a surprise that I love them. And other people who aren't like me don't necessarily feel the same way about conferences. And I mean, we, we know people who it's really not their bag at all. And they would be quite... Um, you know, some people just can't think of anything worse than a crowds and crowds of people, lots of noise, loads of people you don't know or hardly know or um, haven't seen for a long time. It's just really overwhelming. Loads of teaching, um, loads of choice and sort of nowhere to hide. Yeah, Drain. it's just draining. So if you could go to any conference, which conference would you like to go to? <laughs> well, it would definitely be an American one yeah partly to just experience the amount of people Mm. like you know just they are like just thousands aren't they some of the biggest ones I just think it would be amazing to be a part of that so I'm quite interested in the Gospel Coalition Women's Conference yeah I bet that would be amazing yeah they cover such great things in their on their seminar topics as well yeah um like such a range of things yeah and panels and people speaking and a Q and A, yeah, yeah, and just I uh, just like I just imagine it to be. I would probably talk to people at that conference, even you, yeah, even me. Wow, yeah. <laughs> imagine you might actually talk yourself to death if you were somewhere <laughs> like that. <laughs> I think I might implode <laughs> from the pressure of the from amount the of people there are to talk <laughs> to, and the fact that they're all American. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if any Tulsites go to that one. Well, quite. Or Tolsons, we're still not really sure. Um, So that one. And then there's another one, which a podcast that we both really enjoy, they talk about quite a lot on, which I I think will probably be one you would have on your agenda to go to. Are we talking about Christ Hold Fast? We are talking about Christ Hold Fast. Thanks, Fitzies, for For putting that in our heads. For the recommendation. (laughs) Yeah, we're unlikely ever to make it there, but um, yeah, it's great. Great, rooted in the Reformation, in the Gospel of Grace, creative, bit different. Yeah, little yeah. bit, little bit smaller, isn't it? A little bit, yeah, kind of more probably. Niche. Yeah, but the people that um, is it is it right that one of the founders of it is the guy, the Bible, forty minutes in the Old Testament or New Testament, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, the Bible Project people, isn't it? Oh right, is it them? I'm not sure actually. Oh, well, I know Daniel Pierce is one of the people who does like um he does 40 minutes in the old testament 30, 30 minutes, minutes in the new, in the new. Yeah. yeah they're really good yeah, yeah i use them to uh, prep for bible study sometimes oh, do you? for the women's oh, bible study yeah yeah well if you're in america and you know if it's <laughs> the the people from the bible project tell us that also just somebody from america tell us something yeah you guys have all the best conferences you do. you've got <laughs> no i think well i think that is a bit that yeah we we need to support our own conferences, don't we? Because yeah. I think a lot of 
while we all have the gospel in common and the bible in common our contexts are so different yeah um but that would mean we could go to the gospel coalition women's conference and we could go to a few things and then we could just go sightseeing yeah oh definitely do do america (laughs) and you could wear your three pound shirt from h&m that you said you brought because it looked a bit american (laughs) my western shirt (laughs) i love that shirt it's great (laughs) Such a bargain as well. Fantastic. I love that you wore it to renew, as if as if kind of wearing it's worthy that of a was, new item. It was it was going to be slightly oh. American experience. Well, anyone who knows me will know I am not one for often buying new clothing. <laughs> to the point that people that I don't even really know that well at school, like mums at school, yeah, I've had in the past people say to me on the school run, "Oh, is that is that a new jacket?" Because it was so unusual that I was wearing anything new, <laughs> wearing such a, a capsule wardrobe on rotation. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a red letter day when I break out a new item of clothing for something. At some point we need to tell everybody about the Green Fleece, don't oh, we? The, green fleece, the story yeah. of the Green Fleece, yeah. which is amazing. It, is a, it needs its own, its own episode, really. <laughs> oh, so talk... Never mind our aspirational conferences that we're yeah. unlikely ever to get to. Um, what about conferences in the UK that you've been to? What, what have we talked about? Have we talked a bit about World at Word? We've talked about Word Alive yeah. and Renew. Mm-hmm. What other ones? What about like conferences for women and things like conferences. that? Yeah, so I've been to the Irish Women's Convention yeah. a couple of years ago. Excellent. With my conference friend Jo. Yeah. We've been to one. Friend so of the podcast. A, <laughs> a plumb line friend. A plum bob. A plum bob. <laughs> or a plummy, as someone referred to themselves the other day. <laughs> so plummy. Um and we had just the greatest time ever. Yeah. We went on the aeroplane and we went in the business lounge for tea. Which was which was so ridiculous because it was like twenty pounds to go in there. And we were like, we'd definitely spend about that on getting some dinner yeah, anyway. Snacks in the airport, yeah. So we just thought, let's go in there. Yeah. And it was amazing. They made me a dairy-free curry Aww. from scratch. Wow. Yeah. And we just sat in there and uh, we had a great time. Went on the aeroplane, stayed with my family in uh, Northern Ireland and then went into Belfast to the, the big um, halls they're called. Like Central Halls? Uh, some, yeah. Very central anyway. And um, it, was, it, oh, it was just brilliant. There were so many people and it was packed out and the... They had a great band, all female. Amazing. Um, led by a lady who leads music for one of the churches in Northern Ireland. Okay. And they were just brilliant. They were like the, I think they were probably one of the best mu- groups of musicians I've heard. At a Christian thing. At a Christian thing. Amazing. Um, so, you know, no Robbie, but... <laughs> good. But good. You good wouldn't want him playing at a Christian conference. Um, <laughs> no. He might take his top off or something by accident. I fear I fear that many women would enjoy that. <laughs> Disgusting. So but yes, they they were so great and um that was brilliant. And the speaker that year was Jen Wilkin. Oh amazing. So it was it was a slight sort of like, bit of Fan idolatry trick. as we went. Chasing the Wilkin high. <laughs> but she was she was really great and really sort of inspiring and she spoke on the beatitudes did she she did yeah yeah seven on the map yeah she's also really tall is she in real life oh yeah wow which is often people are shorter in real life 
Mm. And in their pictures. Oh, right. Mm. Unusual. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise is really short. Is he? Yeah. But Jen Wilkins really tall. So. I know who I'd rather listen to. <laughs> anyway. I'm Jen Wilkins. <laughs> yeah. Just to just clarify. clarify. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so that was brilliant. And that was just, I don't know, it was just a really, a really great day. Really great bookshop. Great, the, the conference ran really well. Yeah. They had scones for snacks. Oh, which was, you know... Baked by Belfast Mummies. Baked by Belfast Bakery, I think. Oh, right, well. Yeah. And they, uh, they had, like, a sort of catering team come in and run the catering. Yeah. And they, um, they yeah, they, they just did it really well. They, it was it was really great. Quite professional. Yeah. 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 Good. Um, so that's that one. And then I've also been to one called Cherish. Oh, yes, tell us a bit about Cherish. <sighs> Cherish was. Have you been once or twice? Once. You've been once. Yeah. Yeah. I've been once. And um, I. Cherish is like the complete opposite to the Irish Women's Convention. Okay. So the Irish Women's Convention is maybe a thousand people. Cherish was seven and a half thousand. Okay. The Irish Women's Convention is in like some assembly halls, and Mm. Cherish is in an arena. Yeah. Um, and it's it is like a proper show. It's so loud. Smoke machines, VIP room, green room, pyrotechnic seating area. <laughs> pyrotechnics. Py- no pyrotechnics. No, no, I don't think so. Oh. Just as they were talking about health, pyrotechnics come out. <laughs> no, obviously they didn't talk about anything like that. Um, yeah. So it was it was very it was very much a kind of a sort of spiritual high an experience it was it was meant to be yeah like come and have an experience with us it wasn't really meant to be a come and kind of hear the word no from they don't major they don't major on that they're not they're not i mean they they the the point of the of the weekend is to listen to talks Yeah. yeah but i wouldn't say the the point of the talks was necessarily to bring the word it wasn't ex Positional teaching. Um, I expository teaching. I, I would be surprised if any expository teaching ever happened. Cherish. <laughs> um, but no, there isn't a but. No. So it was it was really interesting to go to mm. because it is so different from anything that I've ever been to before and probably will go to yeah. ever again. So you're not going to go again. I'm not going to go again. No. no. It's, no. it's not cheap, is it? No, it's not. Although it wasn't... Well, I suppose the ticket to go I mean, is 70-odd quid or something. Yeah. Um, but then you... Because it's a four-day conference, you have to pay for a hotel yeah, yeah. or somewhere to stay. So it's not... I mean, it's not anywhere near as much as Word Alive, for example. Well, no. You what, know, it's, what is? It's, <laughs> well, if we went to Christhold Fast, that would be getting on for Word Alive prices, probably. Well, it might not be so expensive once we were there, but the flights would add on a bit, wouldn't they? Yeah. A few hundred. A few, yeah. Just, that's all, though. <laughs> if anyone wants to sponsor us... Yeah. To go to all you Tolsons out there who we're now championing. <laughs> it's probably like one person. I think it is literally one person. Accident. Yeah. Thought it was something else. Maybe they're a plumber, <laughs> hoping for some tips. <laughs> they listen by mistake. I think they only listen for sort of five minutes and we're like, what is this? 
So, um, so sorry, so back to yeah. Cherished. I think it's great that you can talk about it with authority because you've actually been. Mm. Because I think it's very easy, isn't it, to sneer at these things. And just, we look, we look at the sort of the big hair and the white teeth and immediately jump to a conclusion that yeah. it can't be very good. Yeah. And, um, and that in itself doesn't mean that it's not a sound conference. No. <laughs> because it's run by groomed women yeah i think the thing with it is is that they do there are some things that they do really well yeah and what do they do well then well i think they do they do give people the the time and the space to kind of consider consider how kind of issues and things like that might be affecting their walk with god yeah i think they they really foster they foster quite good relationships between those that come as a group. Mm. I think they, you know, they give people kind of time to be able to become friends and go as friends and not just people that go to church together. And they, they give people a platform and that's quite inspiring. You know, Mm. charities that are doing really amazing work. They, they really, they really try to kind of push them and, and help them to, to have a voice. Okay. And that's, that's really great. Yeah. I think I think the whole time that I was there, I th- I felt like you've got all of these women looking for and searching for something and you could be giving them something so much better than what you are. Okay. Because really what these people are looking for is freedom from issues that have haunted them. Yeah. And they won't find that freedom unless they're given the gospel. Yeah. Because that's true freedom. Yeah. And that's not what they were given. Right. And I think, I just sort of felt like, what what a wasted opportunity. Yeah, yeah. For all these lives that really could be changed. Yeah. Not just changed for this weekend and then they have to wait until next year to come and experience that again. Yeah. Which I imagine lots of women do. Oh, definitely. Hence why it's so big. Hence why it's so big, yeah. It's like, it'll be like a high point of your year. Yeah. If not the high point. The high point, yeah. Yeah. You have to come. If you don't come, you're missing out. You're missing out, yeah. You know, it's it's that kind of rhetoric around it that is just really dangerous. Because actually what you want them to do is come, experience that freedom that the gospel gives, and go back and serve their local church. Um, Yeah. Go Go and get into a church and start... You know, and yeah, and bless your church with everything that's been poured into you over that weekend. Yeah, so that it sort of spiders out, spills out, yeah, affecting other people. Yeah. yeah. So mm. in one, yeah, I th- there were loads of interesting things about it, and you know, I am I am really glad that I went. Yeah, I Instagrammed from Cherish. Yeah, um, a, a sort of post about how I'd found one particular talk very troubling, mm-hmm. and. I actually walked out in the middle of it. Um, and quite a few people got in touch with me over social media to ask me if I would share some thoughts on, on it. Uh-huh. Several people who are youth group leaders and are thinking about taking a youth group or um, ministry trainees yeah. and just other people who have heard about it and want to go, yeah. asking whether it's something that they should do. So I did. I have written a little paper... How academic. Um, on on my thoughts on it. So yeah. if anyone is interested and would like yeah. to read it, I'd very happily send it to you. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, it was it was very different to other conferences that we have been to. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but I think it, it's it's a really good opportunity to kind of think about why do we go and what do we need to look for. Yeah. And I think it really showed me that, you know, while some conferences might be sort of perceived to be really boring and a bit staid and, you know, a bit... Unrecognisable names, for, yeah, maybe. Formulaic and... Yeah. That actually, if, if you're going to a conference and coming away fed and nourished from the Bible... Well, that should be the first thing that you're looking for. Yeah. If you're yeah. coming, if you're looking forward to a conference for the life-changing high, well, you're looking for your life to be changed in the wrong place. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, for women who would like to go to a conference and are thinking, well, I'm not sure about Cherish. What could I go to instead? <laughs> I would really like to commend the Northern Women's Convention, which is a conference um, that operates up here in the north of England um, and has been going since 2005. I am on the planning committee, so I'm declaring an interest, obviously. It's not the most sophisticated or the most fancy or the most high-inducing, passing-out-in-the-aisles <laughs> type conference. <laughs> but we, we do... Um, we do seek to be an, uh, an event that encourages women, that feeds women from scripture and um, that provides a space for women to come together with other like-minded um, sisters and praise God, meet together and, um, and have a really nourishing, refreshing day out. Um, one of the, the great things about being on the planning team is that we get to read all the feedback um, oh, right. from people that come, which... Okay is hilarious some of it but so how many, many of them mention donuts yeah refreshments and toilets are often the main the main Brilliant. things that really wind people up but um all that they love um but not toilets but donuts obviously but um but pe- so many people talk about how it's such a um it's so great to be together with other women praising god um sitting under the word together um meeting new people um, and it's not I, nobody talks about like having a a massive spiritual high but mm-hmm. people talk about just feeling really encouraged maybe because they've come from a really small church or um, and they've come for the first time because there aren't that many there aren't that many of these things in the UK certainly not no. up in the north of England and not um, specifically women, women and not specifically either. for women or that major on, on bible teaching by women for women um, so we are quite a niche <laughs> we're a bit of a niche event sadly um, so it's, it's great to hear that that's, that's what women are, are receiving from it because that's what we hope to provide and, um, and to encourage women and spur women on to go and um, feed into the, the women's ministry in their local church um, to be doing one-to-ones together to be um, better equipped for getting alongside other people at church, serving their families better, their friends, um, you know, that it would spill over into all of church life um, and be a blessing for the whole church, not yeah. just for women either, Yeah. Um, for everybody. So, um, so that's happening this year in the autumn in one... We've split the event actually in two and we're going to have Northern Women's Convention West in Manchester this autumn in November and Northern Women's Convention East in Leeds Ooh. also in November 
Um, if you want to know more about the Northern Women's Convention, go to our Facebook page and like it and keep an eye on it for dates and clarification of venues and things. But um, yeah, would really love to recommend that to you. Um, Great. Yeah. Do you think we've I talked think ourselves all... to a standstill on conferences? I think, I think we have. I think we've said plenty about conferences now. Yeah. Time for some plum crumble. Should we plum crumble? That's plum crumble. What's, what's been in your plum crumble this week? My plum crumble. Well, I've, I've, have I already talked about my love of my new tea? No. I've already done that. What is I've it? I've got this new tea and I just love it so much. I never think of you as a tea drinker. Well, I don't drink any tea apart from this one. What is it? It's a peppermint. Oh. And tailors of Harrogate who usually make coffee, don't they? Yeah. They have brought out a peppermint tea. Well, seriously, it's the best peppermint tea that I've ever had. I mean, I have hardly had any peppermint tea, to be fair. But this particular one, I just love it so much. So oh, good. I'm just going to recommend Taylor's of Harrogate Peppermint Tea. Lovely. What a lovely <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> well, I'm going to recommend something a bit, a bit sillier than that, and that is... A television programme on the BBC called This Time with Alan Partridge. Amazing. For those of you who don't know Alan Partridge, he is a hapless <laughs> journalist and presenter who started out as a sports presenter and has sort of worked his way up somehow to being a co-host on a primetime early evening chat show type programme. Um, he is dreadful and he... <laughs> is always making mistakes and um being a bit inappropriate um but he's so eager to please he's been he's been sort of out of the game for a while and now he's um he's finally got his foot back in the door at the BBC and he is loving it he tried to bounce back he didn't <laughs> he has genuinely bounced back this time um so i am a long time fan of alan partridge um i try to channel alan partridge at many points during this podcast um, and I feel he is my greatest influence when it comes to broadcasting, sadly. Brilliant. <laughs> but he is, um, he really is a legend. And um, so, should, yeah, I'm really enjoying that programme. We should tell people in America. Yeah, America, I go with Americans. I don't think Americans would get Alan Partridge. You know, we should ask our American people to go and watch a bit of Alan Partridge on YouTube. On YouTube, And yeah. tell us what you think. Do you understand it? Yeah. And is there an American equivalent? Yeah, who would be who would be the American I equivalent? I cannot imagine. That I, are... I have got a very definite person in my head, but feel like I probably shouldn't say it. <laughs> is he in the White House? He, he might be. Yes. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, he is um yeah. Alan Partridge is slightly less love slightly more lovable. Yes. But only slightly. Only slightly, yeah. <laughs> So that's our plum crumble for this week. Um, anything else to share? No, I think the only thing left to say is thank you to those who have rated us on iTunes. It really, really helps us. And as you might have seen from one of our Facebook posts, we managed to squirm our way into the new and noteworthy category on iTunes, which was amazing. just amazing. <laughs> so, But what, what would be really great is if we could have just a few more reviews, written reviews, um, so just go and leave us a few words. That would be really, really great. We'd really appreciate it. Um, and we have really enjoyed hearing some of your feedback and we've loved some of the conversations that we've got to have 
are yeah. uh, with people um, about the previous episodes, and we are planning to kind of talk about some of that and address some of that we will address your feedback in another episode and in the meantime just keep your comments coming um if you like the way that we um come at issues and topics um even send us a recommendation ask us to talk about something and we'll file it away for a future episode yeah so yeah so yeah other than that not that we're short of ideas no (laughs) we've got plenty to talk about (laughs) so um tune in next time in a fortnight in a fortnight for another just under an hour's worth of uh, quality chat <laughs> quality broadcast quality broadcasting <laughs> see you then bye bye aha